Welcome to the Fun and Games Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupkin, and let the games begin. What's up, Fun and Games family? Hello, happy Wednesday. How the heck is everyone doing? How are you doing? Check in with yourself, whether you're running, you're doing the laundry, you're at the gym, whatever you're doing, take a quick little breather, check in with yourself. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I want to give a big thank you to everybody who has been so loving and kind when I shared my fitness journey, both parts, part one and part two. I loved the DMs. I loved being able to talk to you on a whole new level and be able to also connect with you and in your story. So I love that. Thank you so, so much. And also on the Whitney Simmons episode, I received great feedback on that. I can't thank you enough. I'm so happy to be able to have this additional platform to be able to just chit chat as besties. So bestie, how are you doing? Take care of yourself. And today's episode is going to be something that I'm very excited to talk about because this is what I'm going through right now. And I love how real-time podcasts are that I can just say, hey, this is what I've been dealing with for the past week. Let's sit down, have a chit chat, hopefully give you guys some tips and advice to help you if you're going through this as well. Or you can always refer back to this later on if you're going through this rut. So today's episode is my five-step reset routine. And I did tease this on the last episode. So if you were like waiting for this, here it is. I am so excited to share this with you. But first, we've got to do the fun and gain segment of the podcast. Okay, so a high point, maybe a low point if there was one and a gain. And then also the review. Love doing reviews. So we'll start with the fun portion of this week for a little weekly update. And I guess my fun is also a gain for real. I woke up this week. I love that this month falls on a Monday, like the first day of the month falls on a Monday. Always love when that happens, don't you? Like it's just kind of like some extra energy, extra recharge, love that reset. And it has been perfect timing for me because like I said, last week was really tough for me to get back into a routine. Well, Monday happened and for some reason, I just, everything hit. And I was like, wow, you know, it took an entire week of misery where it was really, really tough. But now that I really tried, I pushed through that. Now I'm feeling a lot more level-headed. It takes you a while to be able to get into that routine. So now I'm feeling even better. That is a huge win for this week. My workout was amazing. I'm feeling prepared. All of this is gonna go into my reset routine, so I don't wanna give away too much, but a huge gain is how I am feeling mentally and how I'm feeling physically this week. I feel great. I feel amazing. And I bet you can even tell with the energy on this podcast, things are just really good. And I'm so happy to say that. Today's review comes from Boom, one, two, nine, eight, six, three, six, five, two. It says, B is the queen. This podcast gives me so much life and energy. It's raw and real, entertaining and catchy. Brittany, your outlook on life and growth is uncharted. And the way you and Darian share your love for another out loud is beautiful. Well, thank you. B is the queen. Let's go. You are also a queen. Boom, one, two, nine, et cetera. All of you are. And if you're a king listening, you're a king too. Speaking of that, today Darian got a 97 on one of his finals for the semester. You got to be kidding me, right? I Just shouting him out. Like, I'm so proud of him. And honestly, thank you again for your kind podcast review. We love them. Always screenshotting them, texting them between me and Darian. And like, oh my gosh, look at this one. I just love you guys. Thank you for the love in return. I feel like this is just a mutual friendship. 
which is really kind of cool. Okay, let's now hop into today's episode though, because I am buzzing to discuss this. It has been so fun to kind of write this out and put all my thoughts on paper where a lot of times I have these thoughts, but then like it's never a full thought. Like I just feel these things. So that probably made no sense, you guys, but it is what it is. I actually wrote these down and I'm so excited to share them. So the first one for my five-step reset routine, and let's preface this, okay? This is for anybody who might have felt a little bit out of control, okay? A reset routine stems initially from the point of, oh my goodness, my life is a little bit chaotic. I am too stressed out. Everything is a mess. I need to regroup, reset, come into a routine and feel organized and collective. So if you're kind of in that state of mind, okay, maybe you've been traveling like I have, summer vacation, okay, some people's schools are starting up again, um, or like Darian's, his is ending soon, but fall's coming up, whatever routine, you're done with traveling, you're getting back into things. If you're like a mom, I know some kids' schools are starting up. So kind of wherever you are in your life, if you feel like you're a little bit chaotic and you need a little bit of a reset, this episode is going to be great for you. And even if not, I'm calling out all pros out there too. There are a ton of good tips in this to even level up your life, to have a good reset routine that you can do every day, every week, because we all have good days. We all have bad days. We all have, you know, off weeks. So this really applies to everyone. And this is really going to help set you up for success and help you get out of a rut, a plateau, anything. You just feel like you're in a funk. Do these five steps and you're going to feel so much better. I challenge you and me this week. This is what we're going to do. We're going to put all of these into action. You are accountable to me. You're accountable to the podcast family, okay? So let's chit-chat it up in the DMs, uh, comments, wherever, over on uh, funandgains.podcast on Instagram. It's going to be a really good way to even connect with each other in a new way of like, wow, this has really helped me. And hopefully you just start feeling better overall because that's the goal. So the first one for my reset routine is that the first 10 minutes of my day must be proactive and not reactive. And what I mean by that is initially when we're trying to come into this reset, you know, setting a background of this, we are trying to reset because we feel chaotic. We feel scattered. And when you are reactive or acted upon, it is a lot different than if you are proactive for the first 10 minutes of your day. Meaning, when you first wake up, are you checking in with yourself? Are you doing things for yourself? Are you getting proactive? Or are you being acted upon, such as grabbing your phone and scrolling through TikTok, instantly checking your text messages, instantly going through emails or whatever else? That is not the best way to wake up. And I found for myself, what really makes me feel put together is when I'm proactive first thing in the morning. There is a lot of ways that you can be proactive in the morning, such as you get up, you make your bed, you get water, whatever kind of your routine is, that is where I fit in to those first 10 minutes of the day. Where if you're somebody spiritual, maybe you wake up, you are doing your meditation or you're doing your journaling, you wake up and immediately go make your coffee, you're doing something other than being on your phone where when you get on your phone, it's automatic chaos. I feel personally bombarded when I look at my phone first thing in the morning. 
I feel almost out of control and immediately stressed because I'm thinking about all of the things I need to do during that day. Instead of taking those first 10 minutes for me, myself, where it's just me and me alone. Because alone time is so important. Whether you're single, you're married, you're a parent, whatever stage your life in, whatever season of life you are in, it is so important no matter what to check in with yourself. Have that date with yourself. Those 10 minutes, that's the least you can give yourself every day where you know the first 10 minutes of my day is for me and me alone. I'm going to be proactive. I am going to think about whatever I need to have that check in because it's so easy to lose that. And it is one of the healthiest relationship things you can do for yourself to build that relationship with yourself is having that 10 minute check-in first thing in the morning. How am I doing? What do I kind of want to get done today? Just be alone, be with yourself, be in your thoughts and gather yourself, fill up your cup, whatever that means. You're going for a walk. You extend that to a whole hour. Your first hour of the day is just you. You're reading, you're journaling, you're making yourself breakfast. You're kind of disconnected from the world. You haven't invited that in yet. It's just you in your own bubble. And then once you've filled up your cup for however long you want that to be, then you can then go to your phone, check your emails, check your texts, but give yourself that time. It's so easy because phones make everybody accessible all the time. So to have some kind of boundary with yourself is so healthy to be able to say, I'm unavailable, you know, after 9 p.m. at night and until 8 a.m. the next morning or whenever it is for you, if you can do that, you know, or just put on personal mode on your phone or put on, you know, do not disturb, whatever it is. Just take that time with yourself to check in. For me, that just allows me to gather my head, gather my thoughts and start every morning in a good headspace. Versus on the flip side, we all can relate to this. When the first thing we do, we wake up, we check our phone. We're immediately thinking about our texts. We're replying to people. We're going on our emails. We're going on social media. Suddenly, when I do that, I start to feel anxiety and I start to feel really, really stressed out because I'm thinking, oh no, either I'm really behind, I need to get up and get started. Look at all these people already doing all of these things. People are already emailing me. They need things from me. I need to get back to them now. And immediately my head is in a swirl for you're behind you need to catch up and it gets like that and it gets so like that messes me up for the whole day where instead if I check in with myself first thing I'm proactive I do the things I need to instead of being like acted upon it feels so much better so much better so to sum up step number one your first 10 minutes of your day is you time check in with yourself. Fill up your cup first before all the bombardment comes through, okay? You and you alone, check in with yourself. Even if you're in a relationship or single or, you know, you're a parent, it it gets so easy for us to lose ourselves. So we have to continuously have dates with ourselves, check in, and that is going to be so important to make sure you don't leave yourself as a person behind. You are still doing the things that make you feel like you. So include that. Honestly, that always helps me feel like I'm right back into things when I'm checking with myself and I'm like, okay, what's up? How am I feeling? Is everything okay? Ground myself. And that leads us into step number two of my reset routine, which is to prepare. Scheduling preparation time with a date for yourself. Schedule that in. It is a non-negotiable every single day 
you have to prepare. Prepare for the day, prepare for the week. It can even be part of your number one, your first 10 minutes if you wanna be proactive, if you really wanna get after it and have that you time where you're gathering your thoughts, you're writing down your list for the day, great. You can kind of put one and two together. You have to prepare. There is so much power in preparation. This is something that I didn't even realize really like fully in the front of my mind how powerful this is. And I'll give two quick examples. The first example is, I actually for once got ready for the day after my workout. It's really hard for me. This may sound silly, but you know, sometimes I get a little bit ready in the morning before I work out, meaning like I'll do my skincare routine because I just want to wash my face and everything in the morning, but then I'll work out. And then afterward, I'll do a little bit of skincare, but I'm like, I don't want to put on makeup. Like I already got ready for the day. Do you know what I mean? Like you kind of get ready for the day twice if you have early morning workouts. And sometimes I just don't feel like it this day. However, I was like, I'm going to get fully ready. And do you know what happened on the day that I actually was fully ready? I was actually in clothes, like clothes that I could go out to the grocery store, not just like getting back in my pajamas to work in from home. And I get that's the day we got the call to fly to D.C. to meet uh, Darian's brothers who were there. And we left the house in under 40 minutes where if I wasn't prepared, if I wasn't dressed, the house is actually clean. I got myself ready. We wouldn't have been able to make that flight because it would have taken me, you know, 10 minutes to kind of get ready and everything. I learned how powerful preparation was. And I know that's probably a little bit of a silly example, but for me, that was monumental because a lot of times like we'll want to go somewhere and I haven't gotten ready for the day and I'm like, oh, I look like a bum. Like I kind of don't want to go out. I'm just going to be honest. Okay. So I'll be like, yeah, I'm not going to go and do whatever it is because I don't feel like getting ready. But when I'm actually ready and ready to leave the house at any given moment, it just like I am ready to go. I'm ready to take action. I am prepared. There's so much power in that. Another example is when I actually have my workouts scheduled and written, which, okay, I'll say it's really nice to have an app now. If I'm ever like, oh, I want to get a workout in, but I don't really feel like writing a new workout right now. I can actually go to my app and just do a workout from my app. And I'm not even going to lie. I'm like, wow, that actually is so nice because I'm in such a habit of creating my own workout for a while. And now to be able to just follow a program that I've actually thought through scheduled, like it is perfect Oh my gosh, I freaking love it. So I'm like, I just go to my app, I pick a workout. My workouts are 10 times better when I am prepared. I know what I'm doing and I have a plan versus the sessions where I go in, I have no idea what I'm gonna do. Sometimes the workout's okay, like I just really go with whatever my body's feeling that day, but a lot of times it leads me to be flustered. I'm frustrated and I'm embarrassed. I'm kind of running around the gym. I don't have an idea and my workout's not as good because I will not do as many sets or not do as many reps because I don't feel as accountable. So having that preparation of what I'm going to do before I go to the gym also sets me up for success. So part of your prep and planning should be, okay, how many workouts am I going to be doing this week? Three, I'm committing to three workouts this week. Okay, great. What day am I doing what? Cool. You can even go as far as what outfit I'm going to wear on that day. So you are fully prepped. You're prepped mentally, you're prepped physically, and you're ready to go so that when you take action, you feel fully confident in doing that. Same thing goes for groceries, which I personally feel like I need a lot of preparation. And when you go to the store with a list, you're, the outcome is monumental, monumentally better 
than if you just kind of go in and buy a bunch of random stuff. I feel like we can all relate to that. And a lot of times I'm like, wow, I spent way too much money and I got nothing that I needed when I don't have a list. So something that Darian and I have been doing, and I think I even talked about this on the last episode is on our calendar, part of our preparation that we do is each week we say, okay, what are the meals we're having for dinner? And we write them down in our calendar. It's scheduled so we know exactly what to buy. We're buying the ingredients for each of those meals. We stick to our list. It helps us stick to our budget. And things are good and easy and smooth sailing. It is so incredibly nice to do that where usually we just fly by the seat of our pants it's time for dinner and I'm like oh I forgot to defrost something okay we'll just have like rice and a veggie like kind of make it a little bit boring which is fine it happens all the time but to actually have it planned and prepped and like have meal ideas it makes it so much more exciting so fun and there is power in preparation where you feel confident because you're starting to get into that routine you're like I feel put together and it is so powerful to feel put together like your confidence just it shoots up so much so if you need meal ideas you can do Pinterest I have a couple on my app as well if you want some meal ideas but normally I'll just scroll through Pinterest and I'll be like oh this looks good this looks good as inspo and then also when it comes to planning and preparation just plan out your week do you have any appointments do you need to make any appointments have you gone to the dentist recently how about your yearly doctor checkup like what are things that you have been putting off for so long that you're like, no, this is the week I'm finally going to schedule this into my day where a lot of times it helps when I thoroughly schedule things in. I'm like, okay, this is needed to happen for a couple of weeks. Wednesday, non-negotiable. It's happening Wednesday at 2 p.m. I'm doing it. So that also helps having that time to schedule and prep. That way, when it comes down to the decision-making time, when it comes down to the action, you're ready to confidently take action because you've done that prep work where it does take a little bit more time to prep. It takes a lot more time and it can be really daunting, but I love the power of preparation and it's so cool. So that's definitely step number two on my reset routine that helps me be successful and that is a non-negotiable. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, hang out with friends, go out? I feel like a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, well, time for what? If our time was unlimited, how would we use it? What would be the best way to squeeze in that special thing into your schedule that is so important to you and make that a priority? Well, therapy can help you find what matters most to you so you can do more of it. I know that therapy can be extremely beneficial. Just have another person to talk to, talk through things, get to the bottom of feelings that we might not know that we're having, and it can lead us to feel empowered to be the best version of ourselves. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp help. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Brit. Okay, so step number three, you guys, this is one that's a little bit more about organization because I personally believe that your physical space reflects your mental space. You know what I'm saying? Like if my house is messy, I feel messy. 
I feel chaotic. It is just not a vibe. And I know it's hard with kids and everything, but oh, this one, let me say, this is the rule. This is a hard and fast rule, okay, that I've been really implementing when it comes to my reset routine. It is called the one touch rule. And I've been holding myself to it. It has been three days, I think. (laughs) You'll laugh, but it has been three days of success. I feel like a new woman. The one touch rule is if I pick something up, it's going and it's home. So this is in two parts, okay? Again, there's a lot of power in organization and it's it's something that is underrated. So everything has a home. This is something my grandma taught me. This is something my mom taught me. My grandma, it was like she had a home for everything in her house. So the one touch rule again, like if I have a plate, if I'm carrying a dirty plate, it's going immediately in the dishwasher. Like I don't pick it up and set it on the counter and say, I'll do it later. I don't pick it up, put it in the sink, say I'll do it later. No, I have the plate in my hand. One touch rule. I only hold it once. I have to rinse it off and put it in the dishwasher, period. Like one touch rule. I pick something up and say, oh, I need to clean this up. I'll put it back here for later. No, I pick it up. I put it in its home. Same thing with clothing. Like I'll Throw on a jacket. Oh, I don't want to wear that today. Throw it on the floor. Throw it on the bed. Throw it on the chair. No, 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 no. It's in my hands. I put it back on the hanger and put it up. What the heck? Why have I not done that my entire life? It takes zero effort. <laughs> like it takes just as much effort to put it on the chair than to hang it back up. I don't know why I have struggled with that. Like I'm a little bit of a messier person. Okay. Like not that messy, but I'll be honest. Okay. I am not perfect at this. And it is something where I realize the house has kept itself so much cleaner by me following this one touch rule. I love it. I live and ride by this because seriously, it has been a game changer. I take my pre-workout out, pour it in my cup, immediately pre-workout goes out instead of leaving it on the kitchen counter for me to do later. No, no, no. We are being proactive. We are being productive and we clean up after ourselves. It's an amazing thing that helps your house feel so much more clean and put together. And I don't then have to like stress clean for like three hours at night because I've actually picked up myself. (laughs) It's like almost embarrassing to like admit as an adult, I cleaned up after myself all day. Like I teach Vinny to do that. He's very good at like cleaning up, but it's like, why don't I do that as an adult? So a little slap on the wrist, little uh, exposing myself, but that is not one of my strong suits is organization is, is cleanly. Well, I always clean, but you know what I mean? Like there's always these girls on like TikTok and Pinterest. It's like perfectly clean houses. They also don't have a two-year-old running around destroying everything. But for me and my mental health, my physical and mental space, following that rule has helped me so much. And again, like I said, it kind of comes in two parts. So everything has to have a home first before you kind of establish that one touch rule. Something that I realized and I've taken a lot of time, like this last Sunday, that is when I kind of like did a whole deep organization of everything. I have tried to have everything in my house have a home, meaning everything that I own has a very specific place that it belongs and it goes back to that place that it belongs every single time. My hard drive, when I'm done, goes in my desk drawer. I have a little cubby for it. All of my podcast equipment goes on my new bookshelf in a container 
like everything is organized and has a home and again like my grandma was so freaking good at this like her scissors had a home like every little like pin and needle and every single thing in her house had a compartment had a home and I was like man you're like the level of aspiration that I would like to be and my mom is like that as well she's so good at keeping everything very clean and organized. So I'm trying to relearn that and have it be a habit because I've never seen myself as that type of person. But again, we can rewrite our own story. So now I'm going to be an ultimate organized queen. And, you know, if you're not an organized queen, can you please let me know so I don't feel alone because I'm feeling very exposed right now. So yeah, everything has a home. And it, it is like something where part of me is like, oh, it's such a burden to go through everything and declutter and like clean out any junk and make sure everything's organized, but it feels so good once you do that. Like everything that I have has a purpose in my home and I love that. Like it feels so good and I feel like a complete reset having that big deep clean, having it organized and now the way that I can continue to follow that rule is the one touch rule. So girl, get yourself organized have everything have a home, like even your scissors, they have a special drawer. They go in that same place every single time. And it helps you save. it saves you so much time though, because if I'm like, oh, where are the scissors? Like, where are they? I know exactly where they are. They're in the same place. They always are. Headphones, gym bag, shoes, everything is in its same place. So I love that. It has been life-changing for me. And hopefully that helps you out as well, because truly, like I said in the beginning, your physical space reflects your mental space like if my house is messy I feel messy I feel chaotic so another thing that I try to do that I can kind of like tag along in that is trying to keep up with like the laundry and everything just trying to keep my house a cleaner space so that I can feel happier and more calm in my own home and now to step number four it's all about taking action on your action plan I feel like so many times we talk about, okay, what are the steps that are going to help you work towards your goals? But we don't talk about the how. How are we doing it? And then we don't talk about actually physically doing it. So you've had your first 10 minutes of your day. You've been proactive. You've filled up your cup. You are feeling as good as you possibly can. You're in your bubble. You have built yourself up in the morning. You've done your affirmations. You're feeling great. Those first 10 minutes, you're being proactive. Whatever you need to feel like yourself, you are doing. Number two, you're scheduling your prep time with yourself. That way you're prepared mentally and physically for your day, for your week. You're on top of your game. You're feeling ready. Three, your house is organized. Your physical space reflects your mental space. Calm, clean, organized. You're following the one touch rule where when you pick something up, you are putting it in its home every single time. And then four, now how are you going to, take it to the next level, how are you going to be working toward your goals? And speaking of goals, what are your goals? Hopefully you have your goals and you've written them during your prep time or during your first 10 minutes of your day. What are the goals you have for your day? What are the goals that you have for your week? And how are you going to start making an action plan on that? Again, this is where you've done a little bit of prep time. You've maybe written out your workouts. You're getting into the nitty gritty details and you're following through with that. You've planned that you're going to have your workout today. You go and do your workout. Check that off your list. Done. You're working out. You plan you were going to go grocery shopping. You go grocery shopping. You said you were going to cook a homemade meal instead of going out to eat again tonight. 
make that homemade meal. Take that action and get productive. Take your prep, turn it into action, make your results happen. And I'm calling all us girlies out who some of us like to be dreamers. We like to write our goals down. We're going to say we're going to do something, but now we're keeping our promises to ourselves. That is step number four. That's written in. Take your action. Whatever those promises you made to yourself, whatever those commitments you made in your prep time of that day, you are following through. You are getting it done and you got this. You're now accountable because you're following Brittany's five-step reset routine. Nothing feels better than actually taking action on those items that you have been wanting to. You've been saying you want to go to the gym. You've been saying you want to read that book. You've been saying you wanted to do whatever it is. Well, now you're actually doing it. And that action, keeping that commitment, that promise, getting out of your comfort zone is going to start paying off because your confidence is now building. Because you now trust and believe in yourself. You said you were going to do something and you did it. I mean, look at you now. Let's go. Maybe you're on your hot girl walk right now that you promised yourself you would go on. Let's go. Or you're at the gym, hitting that PR, lifting that new weight, whatever you're doing. I'm so proud of you. Keep it up. Okay. Number five is to remind yourself that it takes time to fully get into a new routine and a new reset. This changed the game for me because all of last week was brutal. And I was like, hold on, these people are doing like these day resets and everything. And and I feel like everyone gets their life together after a couple of days. Well, it took me over a week to start feeling okay and normal again. Like, Today's the first day where I'm like, oh yeah, like I finally, finally feel like I'm coming into it. I'm feeling good again, where I didn't expect it to take seven to 10 days for me to start feeling like I could actually get into a routine. I thought this was something where the next morning I'm going to do all the things I said I'm going to do and it's going to be perfect from then on out. That's not what happened for me. And maybe that does happen for you and that's amazing. But I realize that it takes time because I have to rebuild my habits. I have to restructure my day, restructure my thought process. I have to go and do all these nitty gritty things and maybe I've been putting off like finally doing a deep dive of organization to feel like my life can be put together. I have to get into the routine of prepping and planning my day where when I'm on vacation, I'm not thinking about what I'm gonna do for the day. I'm just enjoying the time while I'm there. So waking up earlier again, that, Oh my goodness, that has been a struggle. I have, you guys know I woke up at like 4.30 every day for two years to work before Vinny woke up and then I was full-time mom. So like the only time I had to work was early, early in the morning. Like absolutely, what the heck, Brittany? So remember, I don't know if you're like an old podcaster, you'll hear this, but at the beginning of the year, my challenge was to start sleeping until 5.30 or 6.00. Well, that was going great until vacation hits May and I'm sleeping until seven and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so used to having those extra two to three hours in the morning. I feel like I couldn't get as much done anymore. So now I am trying to slowly wake up just a little bit earlier so that I can make sure I'm doing these five steps every single day. I'm making sure I'm getting 10 minutes to myself every morning. I have to wake up before Vinny every morning, non-negotiable for me. Because I need those 10 minutes to gather myself in the morning before going in and taking care of Vinny all day. 
and Darian all day. I need 10 minutes to myself to be just Brittany, to get whatever I need to ready for the day. I need that. So that's a non-negotiable for me is getting up a little bit earlier. And that is kind of the sacrifice that it comes through that I've realized is there is sacrifice when it comes to trying to get things done, trying to set a routine, trying to have goals in your life. There's always going to be a sacrifice. And for me, a little bit of sleep is well worth the sacrifice that I would say. So again, remind yourself, this takes time. And it also takes time in the sense of you might be trying to establish a new routine and you find something's not working out for you. You wanted to do morning workouts, but it's just kind of not working out for you. You're not hitting your workouts. You're not doing the things that you want to do. So you're going to now try to do maybe your workouts later in the day or during your lunch break. Like you have to kind of reassess. And that's something where your routine can adapt and you're going to have to try out a bunch of different things to see what works for you. And keep at it and know that it's going to take time. I just want you to know like, we get so impatient. Me, I get so impatient. And I need to just take a deep breath, trust the process, and keep going on and know, okay, it's going to take time. I'm in this, I'm in this for the long haul, right? Remember, it's not a finish line. It is not about perfection, but it is about what you do a majority of the time. So keep showing up for yourself. Even in those hard days, it will pay off. And last week, I even said that to myself. I kept saying, just keep showing up pretty soon. It'll feel more like a routine. Just keep showing up, keep showing up. Because a lot of times, you guys will move. Like when I moved here, it was so hard to find a routine. It took me months to feel comfortable again because I felt like I was in such a rut. I just didn't know how to get out of it. I didn't know what to do. And so... I'm glad I was patient with myself during that time and said, I'm going to keep showing up even though I'm a little bit uncomfortable, even though I don't feel like I'm set in this routine yet, I'm going to keep showing up and hopefully it'll stick and it did. And I'm so glad. So don't give up. Remind yourself it takes time and it is all going to be worth it. So that is my five-step reset routine. Whether you feel like you're in a rut you want to get back on track, you want to start a routine for the first time, or even you want to improve your routine. Try these five steps, see how they help your life because you're helping yourself mentally, physically, emotionally. You're trying to be more organized, trying to get active, actually follow through with your action plan and taking what you've prepared, what you've said, those commitments you've said and actually following through with them. And then reminding yourself always that it's going to take time and to be patient with yourself along the journey. And you can probably guess what I'm going to say next, but love yourself through the process. Sincerely love yourself through the process. On some good news though, you guys, Darian's school is finishing up soon. So that means he can come back for an episode or two, which is going to be really fun. So you guys, you got to stay tuned on the podcast Instagram, funandgains.podcast, because I'll do a little Q&A box and hopefully we'll answer your questions. And again, if you have any episode ideas, if you want anybody on the podcast, let me know. I'm trying to get somebody lined up for next week. So that should be exciting. Hopefully it works out. And you guys, honestly, big hugs to you. You are doing way better than you think you are. Too often, we're way too hard on ourselves and way too critical. And I find that because 
I will remember, like I'll take a picture and I'll be too critical on myself. I'll look back two or three months later and be like, gosh, dang, dude, I looked so good. And then I'm like, didn't I not like that picture when I first took it? And I'm like, what was I thinking? Okay. Way too often we have those thought processes, or at least I do, you know, maybe you can't relate. Maybe you are amazing and fabulous. You already are, but maybe you can't relate to that. And in another sense, maybe you're too hard on yourself in something else. But ultimately, you guys, we got to be grateful for where we are. Try to love ourselves through the process. And if you do try these things out, you got to let me know. We're all accountable now. So I'm excited to hear from you guys what you think. What else helps you reset and get into a new routine? What helps you feel in control and confident in your life again? For me, these things really are confidence boosters and I feel so much happier and in control of my life when I am prepared, I'm filling up my cup, I'm actually following through and taking action on the things I said I was when I'm keeping my house clean so my mental space can also stay organized and good and being patient and reminding myself that I have time and it's going to take time. So that's the end of the episode today, you guys. Big hugs. I hope you liked it. And I will talk to you all next week for some more fun and gains. Bye. You're listening to the Fun and Gains podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and gains. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.